Well, basketball season is over, but that doesn't mean the fun has to end. Baseball season underway right now. The NFL season starts up again soon. So there is no better time to sign up for Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today with promo code JNR and get a deposit match of up to $100 for all new members. That's promo code JNR. And check out Underdog Fantasy. Check out the Daily Fantasy with Baseball. Check out all of the other Rivals matchups that are available on the application. Uh, It's a lot of fun. Check it out today. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John, joined by Ronnie, and uh, we took another week off because we were kind of bored. <laughs> so we wanted some time, but we're back with another episode. We got some news stories. So, Ronnie, without further ado, hit us with the news. Yeah, hey guys, we're back. All right, so first, I want to start off with uh, an Anthony Edwards story. So, do you remember in the playoffs last year when he, he basically they, they lost a game? And he he struck he striked two people with a chair in a playoff game. Do you remember that after the game? He, he in the struck hall. two people yes. with a chair. Yes. yes, he striked. I like to say struck. He struck. <laughs> yes, he, he he didn't like hit them with a chair, not like WWE style, but like he hit a chair, and the yeah. chair hit two people. It was like a you yeah. know yeah he swung the chair. It was running when he was running off the floor after a missing game tying three pointer at the buzzer. So he just got really frustrated. The score is one twelve to one hundred nine, and just yeah. In the hallway, he threw a chair out of he frustration. He, he, he kicked her through a chair and it hit some guys. Yeah. yeah. As they would say in this article, recklessly swinging a chair in frustration. Oof. And yeah, this someone's trip, biased. Yeah. So he was finally fined for that $50,000. So there it was. Just, that's, that's not it. too bad. Yep, that's all I got to say about that. Not much. At you- one point, they're investigating criminal charges. I'm glad that they did not. Yeah, I know. And there's no suspensions or anything like that. And it's not going to like That's be just, blown yeah. out of proportion. So, yep, 50000 is is a good amount of money. And, yep, don't throw chairs, everyone. <laughs> yeah, don't throw chairs. Easy. Yeah. Uh, this is something near and dear to my heart. Uh, the Suns are retiring two big jerseys, Stoudemire and Marion. So, Sean Marion and um, what's his name? Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire. Yeah, Stoudemire? I had a oh brain fart there. I can't even remember Amari's Near first name to for a second. Heart. Oh wait, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't know. It just started oh, raining at the same time. I guess so I just had a brain fart. All right, but anyways, they are retiring both their jerseys. They will be the eleventh and twelfth players, respectively, in the franchise history to receive the honor. I love these two okay. guys. This is back in like two thousand five, two thousand six, when you know they were they're probably like one of the two best players in the league. And they're on the same play, same team for the Suns, and I just love that. So um, we get to see their jerseys hanging from the Raptors, Raptors <laughs> next time we go to the game. So that'll be cool to see. What are your thoughts? you like that? You know, I don't think Marion and Stoudemire were the best two players in the league at any point in time. Marion is 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 fine. He he meant more to the franchise than anything. He was a role player. I think Stoudemire was, I mean, Stoudemire didn't get the max when he was here. He wanted the max. That's why he ultimately left. And I, I would say he was a fringe max player yeah. at best. They meant a lot to the Suns organization. You know, Stoudemire was drafted by the Suns and they were part of those, those special teams that went deep into the playoffs every year. So yeah, I think it's great to be in the ring of honor, but I mean, neither one of them I think is going to be in the hall of fame ever. So it's, it's just kind of, really? I think they will. Yeah, we've we've had this conversation. Marion's right. already been voted not to be in the Hall of Fame. Marion's been an All Star selection for four years, and Stoudemire was yeah, for five years. We've had. We'll have to go back and listen to that episode because you <laughs> you've forgotten where we've talked about Sean Marion specifically. And yeah. I think after I stated my case, you were like, I'm, "I should do the Ronnie impression I did before the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> but you were basically like, "Yeah, maybe he doesn't belong in the Hall." Wait, and I agree. can you say it in my voice though, please? Just how to, I don't even remember what the stupid voice I was like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe he should be in the hall. Exactly. That was my Ronnie impression. You nailed it. That's so good. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna work on your impression for next podcast. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, they're they're really good. So I I appreciate that. Now, yeah, just uh, I'm excited to see that. I would actually like to to go yeah. that to that game. You know, when they actually raise the the jerseys or whatever they do for that. That'd be Find cool. out when it is, Ronnie. Let's yeah. do it. All right. So next, um, they. The NBA was examining the potential of future NBA franchises for expansion. And there was some cities that I was interested to hear that there there is some interest and they're thinking about expanding it. Um even Durant was caught saying like he he thinks that there's like six six um teams like we could probably expand it to like six more teams and be good. 
Right now it's at 30, and yeah, that would that'd be 36 32 is a good number. 32 is mm-hmm. a really good number. 36 would be the next best number. 34 would be hard. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, what cities were they yeah, talking about? Yeah, so the about? first city was Seattle, of course, right? And Obvious, yep. <laughs> yeah. So their potential team name was the Supersonics. That's all they have for that. I was like, heck yeah, bring that okay. back, right? I wouldn't be against that. <laughs> and you did yeah, it with the Hornets. Why not? <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I didn't know this. There's 4.1 million people in Seattle, so that's pretty cool to see. So they obviously have a big following, you know, somewhere. And you know, you got the Seattle Seahawks. So you know, there, there's some potential there for another team to to open up. Um, next, they mentioned Las Vegas. The team names for Las Vegas right now they're thinking about is Outlaws, Spades, or Venom. Thought it was interesting. And they have okay. a population of 2.26 billion, so that's cool. Well, it's a big tourist city. That's the real big appeal there, right? Because if I was right. in Vegas and there's a game, I mean, I go to a, a Golden Knights game when I'm in Vegas. Yeah. Just because I'm there. Yeah, you'd so, love yeah, that. I mean, that'd be cool. That was one of your, your biggest moments, I think. You were mentioning that a lot when we were in Vegas. Oh, I'm a huge fan. I'm a yeah. huge fan of the Golden Absolutely. Knights. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then they mentioned London for being the third one. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And uh, the team names are Monarchs, Towers, or Guards for potential names. 14.8 million potential people in that place. So that that's a big global outreach right there, you know, that would, and it's exactly what we said. Like the thing that would be holding that back is the flight time. But they said there's ways right. around it, you know, like we could do like a week in London and then have those teams like fly out here for a week for the roads, or maybe two weeks at a time, you know, just, you know, play their yeah, away games all together. Kind of make their schedule be... Uh, around the the commute time, basically, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that would work. Exactly. You can make it work. Yep. Then Mexico City, um, the potential names are the Diablos and the Aztecas. So they got a population of twenty one point eight million. So that that's pretty good for Mexico City. Now this one's kind of interesting because they said it specifically Mexico City, which is about seven thousand three hundred fifty feet above sea level. Now Denver, they're five five thousand two seventy five. So that's that's a lot higher compared to even Denver, you know, which is the highest one in America, right? So I don't know. And then there's only a, a two-hour flight too for the Gulf of Mexico, so it's it's not too bad for like the Golden State Warriors and you know those guys to to play against them. But then like the Boston Celtics is is kind of a ways for them, for example. So I don't know. What's... It's just a little bit further than Phoenix or like L.A. Right? Yeah, it's not that. If you look at it as a percentage of total travel time, it's it's not that big of a deal. You do you yeah. would add it to your West Coast road trip, right? Right, exactly. But then you think like we already have teams in Canada and everything, so yeah, why not have one in Mexico? There is already a league, a G League in Mexico too, called the Capitanes. I didn't know that there's there's a G League team in Mexico, so that's cool. So okay. yeah, they're they're trying to push for that. I think they might be the winners out of all that. Did you know that the, do you remember the Memphis Grizzlies were in Canada too? No. I totally forget about that. Yeah, it was was a long time ago when they first started. I was like, oh yeah. Um, I think it was uh, Vancouver Grizzlies, wasn't it? I don't know because I didn't know that they were in Canada. (laughs) Yeah, I I read it. Yeah, (laughs) That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, it says like Toronto after the Grizzlies moved from Vancouver to Memphis. Yep. Yeah, here it is. So yeah, I, I thought, I just was like, oh yeah, I couldn't believe I forget about that, but yeah. Okay, last one is St. Louis. Their potential team names are the Arches, which I thought was, you know, cool because of the St. Louis Arch. What was that one? I'm sorry. Oh, St. Louis. St. Louis, yep. St. Louis Arches or St. Louis Bears. And their population is 2.81 million. And, you know, in St. Louis, they they did used to have the, you know, St. Louis Rams. There is like some, you know, that buyout problem with them or whatever happened with them, you know. So you kind of think about that. Yeah, the owner was a crook. Yeah. But there's... There is a good big following for sports over there. Like you got St. Louis Cardinals yeah, St. Louis for baseball. Has the Cardinals. Yeah, yep. and, and they then won St. championships. Louis Blues for hockey. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I, I think that they deserve a, another team, a, a good yeah, basketball that's team. That's not a terrible idea. Yep. yep. And it's centrally located in the country. So yeah, but yeah. I, I think that would be really cool just to see the expansion of the league in any of those cities. Really, London would be very interesting. But yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me go to my next piece of news. I'm skipping this part that we're saving for later. Uh, the Knicks sue Raptors for alleged alleged former employee gave them confidential info. Do you know anything about this? Because I, I haven't read too much about it. I read it. a little bit about it. Yeah. yeah, it was an employee of the Knicks that now works for the Raptors. And on his way out, he accessed some files that allegedly cont- – or allegedly accessed some files that contained uh, you know, 
intellectual property. So maybe they had a scouting reports for certain players across the league, or maybe they had some algorithm for evaluating talent or, or, or doing some other things, maybe even their training regimen, right? Gotcha. Um, there's a lot of different things that could contain that they would, would not want their, you know, competitors to know. So if, if he truly did or he or she truly accessed that and brought it over, that's probably going to get them in some trouble. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, it's, it's kind of, you see it happen in all industry, right? When people leave, you know, the self-driving car at Tesla and they go to Google, there's, there's alleged that they stole information. Yeah. There, it's sometimes it's hard to prove that because, you know, especially in, in the engineering world, sometimes you just know stuff because you worked on stuff and you don't need to actually steal information, but you know, it might end up looking similar because I worked on this program and now I'm working on this program for a different company and Yada, yada, yeah. yada. So yeah. this is a little bit different. I think they have proof that these files were accessed and not like accessed once or twice, but leading up to him or her leaving the Knicks to the Raptors, like accessed hundreds of times when mm. they normally aren't accessed that much at all. So okay. it's it's a little sus. Yeah. I just, uh, I saw the title. I didn't really read too much about it. Of course, I didn't have time, unfortunately. But yeah, there's a part, as you were talking, I was reading a little bit. It said that they conspired to use... Azotam's position as a current Knicks insider to funnel preparatory information to the Raptors to help them organize, plan, and structure the new coaching and video operations staff. All right, there you go. Whatever. <laughs> so I don't Whatever. Know, just, yeah. Just shut up and dribble, right? Yeah. <laughs> the big thing I saw was that title. It was just like, Knicks are suing the Raptors. I haven't heard of that ever before. I haven't heard of two franchises suing each other for that. So that, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy yeah. to see that, you know, let alone like you might a see US... more and more of it as, as you know, analytics becomes more and more important in yeah, sports. And we've so? seen that over the last 20 or so years. Yeah. All these teams have, I'm sure customized algorithms and customized things and that are, that are proprietary that they want to yeah. protect. That would suck to see more of that. But yeah. And then it's like American soil versus like Canadian soil too. So I, don't, I wonder how that works into everything too, if it makes it tougher or harder to yeah, for, I don't know. for any of that too. I, I I'm shocked it got to this point. You would think that the NBA would want to arbitrate so it stays out of the news because it's not a good news story. Right? You don't want your franchise owners suing each other. Right. Um, exactly. So I'm shocked that it, it got to this point. But yeah. it is what it is. All right. Lastly, let's say the NBA released their schedule for the 22-20, I'm sorry, the 23-24 regular season. And we're going to go over every single team right now. Ready? Starting with... Oh, boy. I'm just joking. Okay, <laughs> we will. We'll skip that. <laughs> okay, so... We'll skip, we'll skip <laughs> reviewing all 30 teams, 82-game schedule. Thank God we're skipping that. <laughs> but also, on opening night, there's a doubleheader. Uh, we have the champion Denver, Denver Nuggets to take on the Los Angeles Lakers in the conference finals rematch. And the Golden State Warriors will host the Phoenix Suns in the opening night matchup. Um, I like the Warriors and the Suns because we lost, both lost in like the, like one of the first rounds of the playoffs. You know, we didn't. I don't, did we lose in the first round? Because Golden State did, right? I don't remember if we did or not. I think we did, but or was it the second no, round? No, we won the first round, and then we lost to the Nuggets in the second round. We beat that's right the Clippers in the first round, and then we lost to the Nuggets in the second round. Yeah. I don't remember what happened with the Warriors. I yeah. want to say they lost in the second round as well. To so the yeah, so yeah, we we did both teams lost earlier than we would have liked to. Of course, you know, naturally, like any other team, but um, it was more of a surprise for both of those teams. Like the the Phoenix Suns were projected to be in the finals. And Golden State Warriors at the beginning of the year were projected to be in the finals too. So, but then we were all knocked out pretty early. And then the Nuggets against the Lakers. So that that's just a good one. It'll be nice to yeah. see LeBron versus Jokic. Everyone wants to see LeBron. Yep. yep. And then Christmas he still draws. Yeah, he does big time. And then Christmas Day we got Bucks at Knicks, 76ers at Heat, Celtics at Lakers, Mavericks at Suns, and Warriors at Celtics Nuggets. Celtics at Lakers. Okay. Yep, Celtics and Lakers. Yeah, interesting one, huh? Okay. Yeah, so so those, Christmas those Day, if, for, for those of you that aren't aware, Christmas Day is like the day for NBA games. It's, you know, Thanksgiving is the NFL. Um, Christmas is typically the, the premier NBA matchups. And again, I think they have pretty good matchups. They, they do a pretty good job year after year. You see some Eastern Conference teams going head-to-head. -head. You see some, you know, interconference play. Uh, I'm happy with it. No complaints. Yeah. I like the 76ers at Heat because those are both really good teams and the Heat made the finals last year and they're playing yeah. against the 76ers. So it's supposed to be good. 
Celtics and Lakers are cool because it's not it's like an East and a West team, so I, I like that. Yeah, I do. And the two historically great franchises. Right. Mavericks and Suns, that's a good one. Luca versus the Suns, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Warriors at Nuggets, you know, both two championship teams. So that's cool. I don't really care about the Bucks and Knicks. I don't understand that really. Knicks are like the upcoming team versus the Bucks who are like the team maybe well, you, not you, you good don't really anymore. Have to, <laughs> on the you have to slope. get your LA and your New York team right on the yeah. schedule. <laughs> so it just, yeah. Who do you play? The Bucks? Yeah, the Bucks. Why yeah. Not? It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. But yeah, and that, <laughs> that's all I got for news. I, I don't think I got anything else. I'm pretty sure I hit everything. Yep, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to hit on anything else. I'm, I'm all caught up. Hall of Fame inductions recently took place, and we had a couple of marquee players. You know, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, uh, Dwayne Wade, Greg Popovich, Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond, who was the other one you said? Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. Yes, Dwayne Wade, absolutely. And uh, the biggest takeaway I have from this, I don't want to go into a huge amount of detail. Tim Duncan was present at the Hall of Fame speeches because former teammate Tony Parker, former head coach Greg Popovich. Did you see pictures of Tim Duncan at this? Mm, a little bit. A very few. Very few? Yeah. He blew me away because Tim Duncan, his entire playing career, had very short hair, like a buzz cut. He's got dreads. Yeah. He's just chilling with dreads. And I'm like, is that Tim Duncan? It looks like him. And yeah. Yeah, it was Tim Duncan with dreads. And I just, it caught me off guard. But he is from uh, the, the the Virgin Islands. So he's living that island life with yeah. the dreads. I was, I I thought that was pretty funny. And it just, <laughs> just kind of took me off guard. That's all. That's yeah, all I it did say take me a that. while to recognize him too. I did the same thing when I saw the picture. Yep. Yeah, because they kept cutting to him. I'm like, who is that? Who's yeah. that dude? <laughs> he looks familiar. It's it's like when we were at Summer League. Who's that guy? He looks familiar, but we're too dumb to put it together of yeah. who it might be. Yeah, I didn't watch, uh, the, I didn't watch this. Did you watch this at all? I didn't watch it, but I saw some of the highlights. I watched some clips. Yeah, yeah. I watched some clips. My favorite clip was when Dwayne Wade was talking about his dad and everything, and his Dwayne Wade's dad has the same name too, and it was always their dream to like get into the Hall of Fame, you know, so their name together as Dwayne Wade is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, so they're cool. like, hey, see, Dad, we, we made it in the Hall of Fame. So he, he asked his dad to come up on stage and everything. They hugged it out and everything. And that was, that was really cool to share that moment with his dad. I thought that was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Paul Gasol was another one that was inducted. And he thanked Kobe. Oh, yeah. uh, um, Kobe's wife, Vanessa, was there. So he thanked them because Kobe really did have a big influence on on Paul becoming a much better player. Yeah, he got really uh, emotional during that speech. And stuff. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. I like that one. In signing news, the Knicks have extended Josh Hart. I don't have any details on the contract, but Josh Hart was an interesting case because he had a player option and they decided to postpone it or extend the deadline so they can continue to work on the deal. And eventually they reached a deal. So four Josh years, Hart will be four years, $81 million. All right. So four years, $81 million. That's, that's not a bad price for a Josh Hart. Yeah. And he's currently competing with Team USA for the FIBA World yeah, Cup. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Ronnie, I have a turd of the week. No shock here. This is someone that I always liked, but now I think I'm I think I'm gonna have to give up being a fanboy. Uh-oh. And that is James Harden. James Harden is the turd of the week. Not just James Harden, but this whole situation yeah. is really you know, we had it a couple of weeks ago with Dame Lillard. Uh this is this one's gotten even uglier, I think. And I just want to do a little bit of a timeline here. So James Morey. He is like the president of operations or something with the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. He was previously with the Houston Rockets. He had a relationship with Harden with the Rockets because they were both part of the Rockets organization at that time. He gets hired by Philly before the Harden trade. Harden resigns or Harden gets traded from Brooklyn to Philadelphia. His contract expires. He agrees to a $14 million pay cut for just a short two-year contract. Uh, this allows the team to sign some vets. There was sort of a, um, a speculative handshake, wink, wink, nod, nod deal that if if he took lower money that they would extend him and, and give him a, a big chunk of change. Mm-hmm. That was somewhat investigated, but nothing really ever came to that. But there was a lot of rumors about that in this last offseason. This yeah. offseason comes. Harden has a player option. And this is where it gets a little fuzzy. So he opts in. And then immediately says he wants to get traded, specifically to the Clippers. 
And it gets a little weird because he, you may have seen the clips, he called James Morey a liar, like very passionately calling him a liar. He'll never play with the 76ers organization and he's not going yeah. to training camp and uh, that whole big rant. But the rumor is that he opted in simply because James Morey said, opt in and we will quickly trade you. Mm. And he was like, okay, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do you know the team a solid so they get something back. But then the trade hasn't happened, and now they've completely shut down trade talks. And I think that's why he's upset is because he, in his mind, thought he was going to get traded. Clearly doesn't want to be there. And now now it's a little bit of a mess. I don't know if you have any other information on that, but it's ugly. Yeah, he's in violation of the league CBA. And yeah, it's just a whole – that's so weird. You know I mean? I remember you and me talking about it when you took that contract when Harden did. And we're like, that's – not what we thought he would get paid. We thought he would get a lot more. So you and me suspected him of doing something he would be, weird like that. Yeah, I, I expected him to be max or close to max at that time. Yeah. I mean, he's still – he's not as the player he was, but he at that time was still a really good player. And he had a great year the second half of the season in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was weird because it, they were, I saw an article where he was like, me and Daryl Morey have a really good relationship with each other, you know. And even though I yeah, – how quickly I don't, things change. Yeah, I don't necessarily like, want to play for this team, but – you know, we're we're gonna do our best to you know trade me. Um, even Daryl Morey was like, we're, I don't want to just get rid of him for nothing. You know, like he's he's definitely a valuable ch- player. You know, so um, they, they it seemed like they were working together on something. It really truly did. You know, and then it did. Harden yeah. just in in China, he was just on Twitter. You you watch this whole thing. You know, it was just this whole media day that he had in China. He was like, let me say it again. Daryl Morey is a liar. And I'll be never part of this Is organization. Daryl Morey? I wrote yeah, down Darryl, James Morey. Daryl Morey, I'm sorry. Yeah. Daryl. Daryl Morey. I heard you that. say James, but I just thought you misspoke because it was James Harden, you know? But I, I knew who you meant. Yeah that's, but yeah, that's exactly why I typed it wrong. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It was James Harden, so yeah. yeah. Okay. But he says, Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be part of an organization that he's part of. So, yeah, he's been part of two organizations with Daryl Morey in the past, you know, with yeah, with uh. Yeah, the Houston and and now um, whatever team, the 76ers. So Philadelphia. Yeah, just yeah. really. I mean, there's weird speculation that Morey was brought into the 76ers to help attract James Harden as when they were trying to work that trade. So he was hired about a month prior to the trade when they were already kind of targeting James Harden as part of the trade. So that was almost like, hey, you have a good relationship with this guy that we're targeting. Let's bring him over. So they certainly at one point had a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, where. The thing that I don't like is that if he didn't want to be there, he had the opportunity to leave by opting out of his deal and becoming a free agent and going wherever the heck he wants. Yeah. He didn't do that, and then he put pressure on the team to get traded. However, if there was a gentleman's agreement that the that they would trade him, and that's why he opted in, then that's certainly against league rules. And yeah. I can't I can't really feel sorry for anybody involved in this. It's it's you can't do backhanded deals like that just to try to manipulate the system. I mean, the player opt-out things are there for a reason mm-hmm. to protect the player and to protect the team. And I feel like they they manipulated it, took advantage of it. So that's why they're the turn of the week yeah. for me. Uh, but the question I had for you is, what does James Harden want? Does he want to win championships? Does he want to win money? Or win money? Does he want to get money? <laughs> Does he want to win championships? What do you think his priority is? I think that's why he wants to go to the Clippers. The Clippers is his main team, and he sees a, a championship team there with Kawhi Leonard, Paul okay. George. And- so he wants to win a championship. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you okay. So yes, I could I could you could argue that the Clippers would be better, but the 76ers with the rosters that they have. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good team. I don't. Yeah. I don't quite think. I don't know what he's thinking here. I, I, they're gonna. They're gonna be competing for a championship, right? With Joel Embiid, and you have another year of uh, what is it, Tyrese Maxey, who's gonna be a, a little bit better, and, yeah. and you have a talented roster there. Right. I, I and, think Embiid that might is be an MVP of chance. the league. So why would you leave that for someone who's not? I don't. I don't get that either. I mean. Regardless, James Harden on the 76ers, I think, is better than the Clippers. James Harden on the Clippers, I think the 76ers are a better team. Yeah. I think, I think it's a weird, it's a weird ask. So he just might want to be in LA. He might want to be out West. And, and maybe there is some friction there between, uh, players and, and whatnot. If, if it is, if it, that's part of the reason that like, he wants to get away from Joel Embiid, you have Ben Simmons that wanted the same thing. And now you have James Harden at some mm-hmm. point. Do they have to look at Joel Embiid and be like, hey, man, yeah. what are you doing to, to scare these guys away? Or is it just too much divaness 
from these from these other guys. I don't know. It's weird. I it's, just don't know what, what's best for James Harden, or I don't even know what he wants at this point. Right. Yeah, we always talk about those people that are poisoned in a locker room or just, you know, just dismantle the, the franchises yeah. from the inside. I think James Harden is one of those because look at the franchises he left. You know, like he he left Houston in shambles. He left, uh, what was it, the Oklahoma City Thunder Brooklyn. in shambles. Yep, he, he kind of started that whole well, thing. Went to Oklahoma first, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's just interesting I, to see. I don't know. Who else is on that list for you? So J- James Harden, I think we've talked about that. Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving. is certainly on that list. Yeah. I mean, Kevin is Durant Russell might be on there. Is Kevin Durant? Yeah. No, Kevin Durant's not on there. Kevin Durant left the Warriors and they won a championship. <laughs> That's true, but they did so get last shambles. place as soon as he left, though. Like, But the team was well, injured. Was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's tough to... But, okay, so also, it, did you see what Dwight Howard... Did you see him trying to get, get Harden to Taiwan? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. he, he tweets this yeah, right after. Yeah, he says, I, James... I'm, I'm about to buy a team, man. You you can be the franchise player and partner. Forget 84. Oh you're going to score gosh. 100. Come on. You're already in Asia. Just stay right, right there. It's a shorter flight to Taiwan. <laughs> I thought that was That's funny. It's, it's right after he got caught, you know, saying that one thing to the, or doing that one action to the other guy and where he was like, I'm, I'm not gay. <laughs> so oh, after the, the Remember lawsuit? that that you yeah, said yeah. last time, last yep, podcast? Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So, yeah. I'm, I'm Just sure, a little freaky. Yeah. I'm sure Harden <laughs> definitely wants to go to Dwight Howard, right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's a crazy story i i don't i hope this all gets resolved and it's just a bad look for the nba it's a bad look for harden in general and i i you know i know you agree with this but it's just these superstars have too much power mm-hmm. and it's only going to get worse before it gets better and i don't honestly know what you do to make it better other than what you and i have talked about before where you sign a four-year deal you can't even be traded until the last year of your deal. Yeah. So don't be, I want to be traded after half a season. No, you're there for three years, period. There's yeah. nothing you can do. No more no trade clauses that. or anything. No, you keep the no trade clause, but it only applies to the fourth year, four or fourth or fifth okay. year, right? I see. Three that. years, you're guaranteed to be on that team. They can't trade you. You can't be traded. So that I'd gives say, the player some protection. I say take all the power away from the players. You know, no trade clauses, no nothing. Just hey, we're going to pay you to play for our team for this amount of time. You fulfill the contract, otherwise you don't get paid, and that's it. Yeah, and that's interesting. What's going to happen to Harden? Right, if he doesn't show up to camp and he if he truly doesn't want to be part of this organization, he's I mean, going to lose out on a lot of money. Yeah, and I mean maybe that's not a problem for him, but I think his, his contract this year is like thirty six million dollars or something. Pretty pretty hefty. How does he go back to training camp yeah. after what he said though? Like how how could he even play oh, for the I have team? No idea. It, he just totally trashed the the owner, and I just I can't see him playing for the 76ers again because of I, what he said I and mean, how he said it. Durant said Steve Nash should be fired, and he went back to the team, and then later Steve Nash was fired. But <laughs> still, it's, it's I don't feel like that was as it, bad as this Harden deal. Did no, you, did I you, definitely agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, when you watch it, it's like dang, like. That's that's kind of intense. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ronnie. I'm going to give you the opportunity to talk about something that I know you like, and I don't really care. But <laughs> this is your this is your this is your FIBA time. So take advantage of it. Oh Let's yeah. Let's talk about FIBA. Let's talk about FIBA. Okay. So a lot of stuff going on in FIBA. It's in four days, by the way. So it's coming up on Friday. Are you excited, Jonathan? Because I am. Not at all. <laughs> Team USA won all of their warm up games against everyone. There's a really good one. Just, <laughs> there's a really good one against Germany. Those was, was a good one. Um, they Germany they almost beat us honestly, but then uh, we had a huge run at the end of the fourth quarter. It was like a 25 and 0 run to win the game and lock it up. So that was really cool. Some players are out though. Kristaps Porzingis he's not playing for Lat- Latvia. He's out. Uh, Murray is out. Jamal Murray he was going to be in for Can- Canada basketball. That was shaping up to be a really good team but he's out unfortunately um so those are some of the big names that are out um have you seen anything on how good anthony edwards is on team usa i saw that he has just been he's been the guy yeah, yeah i have he seen those is headlines the man yeah he, he's been tearing it up he, he's he's scoring i mean the points don't really show it you know but he's the man on the court like he he had a 16 point second half I'm sorry, there was a 16-point second-half deficit that they did to beat Germany. That was the one I was just mentioning, so that was pretty cool that they were down that much. But he takes over the game and beats them. Um, we beat Greece. We beat, uh, oh yeah, Brunson. 
he had a perfect game. He was 9 for 9 from the field, and this is against Spain. So that was cool to see. So I don't know, just there's a lot of big names in here. I want to do more research on names. I didn't really have time to, but I'm excited, and it's in four days, and I'm going to watch it Friday. The first game, Jonathan, is Friday at 12.40 a.m. So set your alarm clock because we're going to watch it together. All right. Sounds <laughs> they have, good. They have eight games on Friday, eight games on Saturday. America will be playing on Saturday at like three in the morning. It's actually at uh, 5.25 a.m. <laughs> on Saturday morning. Sounds so we could actually watch miserable. that game. <laughs> I, we could. Let's do it. I what was, channel? What, <laughs> check your local listings or do you have that information? No, it doesn't say what channels. Um, I've seen mm-hmm. some things on YouTube. I know it's going to be a little tougher to find. ESPN2, it looks like, has it. Um, slash ESPN. So Because it's so early in the morning, there's not much else going on for American yeah. sports. So you could probably catch a lot of these games on ESPN. Um, what was I going to say? There, There's a one player that you'd be interested in watching. DeAndre Ayton is in this. I was watching him Is earlier. he really? Yeah. What team is he playing for? He plays for... The Bahamas, right? Yes, the Bahamas. He's from the Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah. They have a team, though? Yeah, they played in. They actually made the, the FIBA World Cup. So they're actually playing in it. So that was really cool to see, too. Um, him and Eric Gordon is on that team. Um, another guy, I don't remember his name, but uh, they're, there's, they actually have a decent team, too. So I'm excited to watch them. And I, okay. I tuned it to that. I was watching the highlights of the game. I'm like... This can't be the same DA because I'm watching him like he was tearing it up. It's he was a total different guy compared to the Suns. But then I started seeing him because they were passing the ball and he was fumbling it around and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's that's definitely him. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's a the DA I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I I'm just I'm really excited. There's some big names in this tournament. I'm excited to watch how we do against them. Even though the biggest names aren't in there yet, like Giannis and Jokic, they're not playing. Luca, they're out this year. They were in there last year, but they're not this year for injuries and things. I still think it's going to shape up to be a, a really good World Cup, and, and I'm really excited to watch it, too. I'll watch as much as I can, even though it's overseas. All right. That is officially the end of FIBA time. Thank yep. you. That's all I got. Right. I made Thank it short you for, for you. Keeping it to the allocated time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll watch the Olympics because I think that's more important to me. Mm-hmm. But FIBA, it's, it's a good precursor to the Olympics, I guess. I will I will watch one game this season. I'll let yeah. you pick the game. Yeah. And I'll find it and I'll we, watch it. We, uh, just watch the highlights at least because I think it'll be interesting just watching it some yeah. highlights. Hey, All I right. have one other thing. Um, just this, I, I want to cover a different league called the Drew League. I know we didn't talk about this, but don't worry. I'll keep it short. Tough. The Drew League is a pro-am league. Yes. And this is where Chet Holgram got hurt last year right. during a Drew League game. This league okay. has been around for 50 years, by the way, and their website still sucks. I could barely get any information off of it. <laughs> I just want to say that the 2003 Drew League champion is the Tough Fades. So congratulations, Tough Fades. You won. Um, 2003 or the 2023? 2023. Sorry, did I say 2003? Okay. The 2023 winner. I was like, winner. why do we care about that, Ronnie? <laughs> is Tough Fades. So congratulations. Um, the one that was uh, that Kyrie Irving was on, they they were in the championship. They didn't even make it, so he sucks again. But that's all. Just want to cover that real quick. Good job, guys. So I have a question for you. Sure. Should teams penalize players, and I put penalize in quotes, uh, for let's say you're at practice and you shoot a shot and it's an air ball. Should you have to run like a lap or or do push-ups or something like that? Should there be a penalty for an air ball in practice? No, not for an air ball in practice. Do you think there should be? And why? Why? Why do you think there should not be? Because it's practice. You could be practicing anything. What if you're practicing half court shots and you air ball it? <laughs> right. Right. No, I, I agree with you on that. But apparently, this is the Paul George is, is often on this podcast. I think he actually might be a co-host of this podcast. I only just see clips on YouTube. Okay. And he was talking about how they have a rule on the Clippers that if you air ball, you have to, you have to run. And <laughs> Kawhi Leonard hit an air ball. And everyone just kind of went silent. Yeah. And just like, oh, God, is he going to do it? And then uh, Paul George does this spot-on Kawhi Leonard impression that I won't attempt. But basically, Kawhi's like, yeah, I'm not running. This is practice. <laughs> you, we're not going to be scared. And then the, the coach that, that enforces, like, you know, no one's above the rules. He's like, 
but this is practice and we're, <laughs> you know, we're learning shots and we're getting our groove down and you want yeah, to penalize right? that us for that. And yeah. then a couple minutes later, some, another player had an air ball and again, everyone's like, Oh, what are we going to do? And then Kawhi again chi- chirps in and goes, see, now you got in everybody's head. And now <laughs> we're missing air balls. So he pretty much single handedly dismantled this rule, but, uh, it, it's a very funny clip just because Paul George doing his Kawhi impression. Just it's, it's hilarious to me because Kawhi, Kawhi is, is kind of a weird dude mm-hmm. in a lot of sense. Yeah. And then that kind of leads me to the next question is, is he the weirdest guy in the NBA? Is there somebody that's weirder and not like Kyrie's insane weird, but like mm-hmm. just kind of a weird, just quirky sort of dude? Guy. I don't think yeah, there is. There... Not anyone I could think of. That, I mean, no, he, he's Kevin definitely... Kevin Durant came to mind initially I don't know. When, I, when I was thinking of that. I don't think he's and... too weird. Not as weird as this guy. I mean, Kawhi and Leonard. I don't think Kawhi's he just, weird. No, he's I just weird. Think he doesn't like. He's he's weird <laughs> okay. in a quiet way, you know. Like he just he's kind of robotic weird, you know. He doesn't really have too much emotion. Yeah, you'll rarely see him smile. Even in interviews, he's just very monotone and just no emotions. And I don't. Yeah, he he's definitely. Jokic is kind of becoming that player to me. Like when he won the championship, I didn't see too much emotion until maybe a little later yeah. once he got some some alcohol in him. Then he was a little showing a little more emotions. But when he first won the championship on the floor, I was like, man, he doesn't seem that excited. Like he just kind of, he's just very boring to watch. You know, I, I, like, I expect I finished more my job. Him. I want to go back to yeah, my horses. Exactly. So I, I was yeah. disappointed, but then he did show more emotion later. And, but Kawhi definitely yeah. the opposite. Like there's, there's no, not too much emotion from him. I, I don't see it hardly ever. So yeah, he's a weird one. Okay. So if you think. There is a weirder player in the NBA. Give us a call on the JNR fan line. Uh, check it out in the podcast description for the number. I'm just curious to who you think is the weirdest guy in the NBA and, and why. And uh, I would agree. Ka- Kawhi Leonard is certainly in the running for that just because exactly as you described. He's almost emotionless and he just goes about his business and just yeah. just kind of a kind of an interesting fellow. Now, obviously, Dennis Rodman. That's was what a I was thinking. Guy. Yeah, there's some people out of the yeah. league. Like, but I think Dennis Rodman did it for the notoriety. Like, I think I think a lot of that was an act or a show, or yeah. certainly embellished what his his personality. He probably is a weird dude, but I think he liked the attention, and that's why he did it more than anything. I could be wrong. Uh, certainly, he would have been the weirdest dude for his time in the NBA. Dwight Howard. Uh, Dwight Howard is weird. <laughs> He's just a little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's some people that are not in the league anymore that are definitely weirder than. Than uh, the yeah, Kawhi Leonard, but um, yeah, Kawhi yeah. Leonard currently in the league, I think he's at the top of the list. He's just a weird guy in a, a different way. Yeah. Know? All right, two last quick things for you here. What one semi quick thing? The trade rumors. I don't know if you've heard this trade rumor. It's it's an older trade rumor, but I was just thinking about it again today. That Carl Anthony Towns from the Minnesota Timberwolves trading him for Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers. What do you think of that just knee-jerk reaction? Well, I, I think Ant-Man is kind of like he's he's coming up in the ranks. You know, like he's still super young. And uh, Damian Lillard, he's kind of like he's becoming one of those no, older no, no, players. No, no, not, not, not Anthony Edwards. Not Carl Anthony, Anthony Edwards? Towns. Oh, Carl Anthony Towns. My bad. Carl Anthony Towns, yes. Mm, I feel like it's an – I don't think it's an you even like trade. I, I feel no like Carl you, Anthony dog. Towns isn't as good. Because he's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's at the same level. So Carl Anthony Towns is 27. Damian Lillard is 33. I agree they're not at the same level. Salary-wise, they're pretty close, which yeah. makes it a little bit easier to do trades when the salary is close. I heard his, his I, salary is just insane. Like, didn't he get one of the biggest contracts ever, Carl Anthony he Towns? He got a big contract, yeah. He, he's got a lot of money coming his way. Yeah. The, the reason I, I don't... I don't think it'll happen, but the reason why it is so attractive is that you know you're trading a superstar for a superstar, which is it's great you're getting a superstar back, so you're not having to immediately just kind of restart. You're not just getting draft picks back if you're the Portland Trailblazers. You're getting a legitimate player. Yeah. He's kind of redundant with the Rudy Gobert trade, right? You have yeah. two giant seven footers. Do you need to? Would you rather have more perimeter scoring? Uh, you know, Damian Lillard is certainly that guy, and then you have. Anthony Edwards, who is a fantastic up-and-coming ball, ball player. I think he's 22 right. years old. So he is the future of the franchise. Having both him and Dame certainly gives you a lot more options. 
Uh, so I, I think on paper, it at the end of the day, I think the Blazers are going to get screwed because they have a superstar that doesn't want to be there. Yeah. So you other teams know that and they can they can take advantage of that. They have come out saying that they have no intention of trading him, and if they do, it'll it might be closer to the trade deadline because teams will start to get more desperate at that point in time, right? If if you're the the Wolves and you're you know sitting at that seven or eight seed. Maybe then you're like, okay, well, maybe we do need a little bit of a change here. But yeah. I just just thought that was an interesting rumor. I hadn't, hadn't thought about it in a while, and I yeah, don't think we've talked like about it, it yet. Well, yeah, because previously. they already have two big men on the team, too. They're, they still have Rudy Gobert if they do that trade, and then they have two right. excellent guards, like the two best guards in the league, I think, honestly. That might be the best backcourt in the league at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You could say Beal and Booker might be better. Yeah, they're, they're than I mean, that, but, I, I, don't, I don't think they're better than Beal and Booker still. I, I think... Yeah, that would, that would be insane. It would be close, right? You could debate it. It's yeah. not like anyone's debating it now. Right. Where, you know, no, we're oh, in yeah, the deep better. beat right now. Yeah, we're... We're, <laughs> we're on the same page. Wait. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> we got this, Ronnie. Uh, I wanted to do a speed run of sorts through the drafts 2010 through 2019. I, I saw somebody do this for the NFL, and I thought, you know what? Let's do this for basketball as well. What we're going to do is just look at the 2010 draft very quickly. Who was the first overall pick and who should have been the first overall pick based off of what they've actually produced in the league. So, okay. Ronnie, let me know when you have it up, starting with 2010. Okay. And uh, we can go ahead and get started on that. Are you ready? Uh, 2010 draft picks. Sure, go ahead. All right. 2010 NBA draft, the number one overall pick was John Wall selected by the Washington Wizards. John Wall's had a decent career. I don't think anyone's going to say otherwise, but I don't think he was the best player in that draft. To me, the number one overall pick, if you do a redo, is going to be Paul George. He's just fantastic, period. There's there's really no one, in my mind, better than him. Ronnie, your thoughts? Dang, the top 10 sucks. Can I want to, can, can I, well, you want to do it quick? Pick whoever the heck you want. Yeah. 2010, who's the first pick? Don't think about it too much. Just go with your heart. I don't see anyone good on here. There's a uh, you don't see anybody good on there. There's several not good really. players on there. So yeah, I, I would probably go with him. I mean, there's Demarcus Cousins, but I don't think he's that great. Um, there's Eric Bledsoe at number eighteen. Meh, I hate him. That's why to me, Paul good. George is the clearest answer. Right? Yeah, he I has agree. The most points of anybody. Um, not the most assists, but he's he's the to me he's the best player. I'm, on, I'm on the list. I went the most really minutes. far down the list just to see if there was anyone that maybe was picked like in the second round. Just a, but no, there's yeah. there's no one. All right, so Paul George consensus. Yes, 2011, the first overall pick, Crazy Kyrie from Duke <laughs> going to Cleveland. He was the number one overall pick, and this one's tough because he might be the best on the list, depending on on what you're looking for. Uh, from a points perspective, it's certainly him. Now knowing his crazy drama that he brings, I think I'm going to switch it up to Jimmy Butler as my number one overall pick in this draft. Who are you taking, number one? Where's Jimmy Butler? Oh, there he is. He was 30th that year? Dang. He was the 30th pick overall. Okay, yeah. there's some really good names on here. There's Kawhi Leonard. There's a lot of good names on yeah, here. There's Clay yep, Thompson on this list. I was Clay surprised Thompson, to yep. see Bismack Biombo was picked before all of those guys I just mentioned. That's insane. <laughs> That is insane. Well, okay, so I, I am gonna have to say, you, I, I gotta wait. Hold on. Okay, yep, I'm gonna stick with Kawhi Leonard. He's, I would go with him number one. Kawhi Leonard is your number one. Okay, yeah, that's. I, just, I, I think both of those to. guys are better. Jimmy Butler is a really Kyrie. good pick, but yeah, I just, yep. yeah, Kawhi Leonard is a little better than Jimmy Butler. I think I'd rather him have yeah, that yeah. team. Let's jump ahead to 2012. Anthony Davis was taken first overall by the New Orleans Hornets at the time, now the New Orleans Pelicans. Overall, you have some really good names here as well. This is a good draft. I think I'm taking the guy we just talked about, Damian Lillard. He was taken number six overall by Portland. I think he is the best player in this draft. Although Anthony Davis, if it wasn't for his injuries, I think he's going to be number one on this. But it's not what... Potentially could it's what they've actually done. So I'm I'm taking Dame. Who are you taking, Ronnie? I mean, Jay Crowder's on this list. You know I love him. Get out of <laughs> here. Second round. No, I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. I'm not gonna pick anyone except for Damon Lillard. Going based off of what we've seen, yeah, he would be the number one draft pick if we knew what we knew today. 
But Anthony uh, Anthony right. Davis is still right there. Anthony Davis and Bradley Beal still would be in the mix as well. I think he's been on a bad team, which certainly hurts him. Yeah. But uh, you know, sometimes that happens. Yeah. All right, 2013 NBA draft. Anthony Bennett taken first overall by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Bigness. Uh not not a great pick here, especially who when you look at you know, when you start sorting this, uh, Giannis by far easy hand, hands down the number one player in this draft. Uh, Ronnie, do you even want to jokingly pick somebody else? Do you remember when I mentioned Den- this last Dennis podcast? Schroeder, I see him on there. <laughs> do you remember when I mentioned this last podcast when I was going over the top five and I was like, yeah, this is the worst draft ever because it's Anthony Bennett, Victor Oladipo. Otto Porter Jr., yeah. Cody Zeller, and Alex Len at number five. Alex Len was a fifth pick. The top pick. five are pretty terrible. Oh, my God. Yep. So bad. I'm going to probably go with McCollum for the number one pick on this draft. CJ McCollum? Okay. I think so, but Steven Adams I like, too. Yeah. I'll, you know what, Dennis? You're taking those guys over Giannis? Giannis. I guess so. I don't know. Two-time MVP, one of the most dominant players in the game today. I mean, You're going to take CJ McCollum over Dennis Schroeder is on the list. I really here. like him. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. It's based off performance, not off your heart. Rudy Gobert, you oh, can't forget Ronnie. about him. Yeah, you're Get right. I'm not going to pick anyone except for Giannis, of course. Thank you. Thank you. You scared me there for a second. <laughs> 2014 NBA draft, Andrew Wiggins, the number one overall pick. Uh Fine player. He's had sort of a resurgence with the uh, Golden State Warriors. But again, just like last last year's draft, not last year's, 2013, hands down, this is going to be Nikolai Jokic's. Uh, he was taken in the second round, the 41st pick overall. He is the best player on this list by far. Really? Because I was going to say uh, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid would yeah. probably be my second overall. I'd but still... I would say, when you look at points, uh, Nikolai Jokic wins. Rebounds, Nikolai Jokic wins. Assists, Nikolai Jokic wins. Tell me why you're taking Joel Embiid. I think it's just because I saw him there on the list. I didn't go down to the second round to Jokic because mm-hmm. you know all these players on here and I can't read that fast. Well, I, I, I use my sorting functions. Thanasis Atentikupo sort... is on there though too. You know me. I like him. Yeah, that's a good I like I like me some that's Thanasis. A good one. Yeah, so Nikolai Jokic, 41st pick overall. He would be in a redo of the 2014 draft. He would be number one without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Probably Jokic Let's and jump. Embiid, just like you said. Marcus Jokic Smart's on there. Yep. Oh, that's a good one. Good draft. Let's jump ahead to 2015. This year is the year of Carl Anthony Towns. He was taken number one overall. You have a lot of good players here. I don't know. This one's a little bit tougher for me. Uh, because you have Devin Booker on the list, you have Christophe Porzingis on the list, you have D'Angelo Russell on the list, but I, I Miles think Turner. <laughs> at the end, of, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to say that they got this one right with Carl Anthony Towns, a seven footer really? that's had that much production. Yeah, I, I, I'm sticking with Carl Anthony Towns. I think this, this is the year they got it right. Are you doing that just you to trigger disagree? me? I'm not. I, you're going to say Devin Booker, I assume. Of course, Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, best one on this list. Hands down. I, they're close. I would say they're close, but I'm taking a seven foot four guy over a generic shooting guard. Well, that's it for today's podcast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. I quit. Exactly. 2016. 2016, number one overall pick, your favorite player, Ben Simmons, drafted. <laughs> um, he is not the best player in this draft, although. Looking at when you sort it by Vorp, it's pretty close, shockingly. I Boy. I don't know. This S- one's the toughest one. Yeah. Sabonis, gonna, Brandon Ingram. I would say Sabonis is close. DeJounte Jamal Murray, Murray. Jamal Murray. Uh, yeah, Brandon Oof. Ingram, like you mentioned. I Pascal Siakam even, right? He's yeah. certainly matured into a better player. Definitely. I, I, if you're going overall, I think I'm, I'm going to stick with the bigger guy again. I'm going to take Sabonis with my number one pick. He's scored a lot of points, yeah. got a lot of rebounds. He's he's a solid, solid player. I'm and I personally going to go with Brandon Ingram. I just I, I like him too much. Yeah. He's just such yep. a good player. No, it's, I won't object to that. Not too shabby. Let's jump to 2017. Another one where they got wrong. Markel Fultz was the first overall pick. 
Uh, Lonzo Ball was number two. They just announced he's going to miss another year (laughs) for the Bulls. Uh, This one has a lot of good players as well. Based off their current performance, I would take Jason Tatum, number one. Although De'Aaron Fox is awfully, awfully tempting. But yeah, I'm taking Jason Tatum. It helps he's been on a good team. I'll take Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, okay. Good player. I like it. Let's jump to 2018, where the number one overall pick was... I I said Ben Simmons was your favorite player. I'm sorry. Here (laughs) is where your number one player, DeAndre Ayton, was taken first overall. No way that Ronnie picks him as his current number one. This one's tough for me, too, because Luka Doncic is probably the right answer. But I don't like Luka Doncic, so that makes it a lot tougher for me to say. But I'm going to take the high road. Luka is the best player in this draft. Full stop. You have some talented players. Trey Young, SGA on the list as well. Jalen Brunson. Um, But Luka is the best player. You would take Luka first overall. Uh, I would take Luka first overall. I don't know what you're going to do. You're a mess. God, I would just hate having him on the Suns. Can you imagine that? That would just suck so bad. Well, it's not the Suns. You just, you just, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah, just saying Suns my team him. would be the Suns and I would pick him first overall. But I, yeah. okay, so no. Fair enough. No, I don't pick Luka. I actually would pick Mikel Bridges first out of all these players. Over DA, over Luka. I don't care. You just say I'm stupid. Sure. Over SGA. Yeah, you're stupid. Mikel Over Bridges SGA, because he's the best defender in the league. Bridges. And he's the upcoming right. scorer in the league right sure. now. He's playing for Team USA. Yep. He's my man. Right, so I don't Ronnie care what anyone wrong. says about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> send your complaints to Ronnie at whatever.com. <laughs> uh, 2019, this will be the last year that we do. Another one that they definitely got wrong. Zion Williamson. All the talent in the world cannot stay healthy. If you had to do this redraft, who are you taking? Ronnie, I'll let you go first on this one. Wow, do I pick John Morant because he's having a bunch of gun trouble? I think it'd probably stay away I from know, him too. right? I'm staying away from him for that reason. Uh, you pick because I'm going down the list right now. No, I just said you would take first. I'm giving you first chance. I'm tired of you stealing my thunder, but I'll go ahead and go because you're not as prepared there as I There he is, Jordan Poole. I'm, you're taking Jordan Poole? I would like him over any of these fools right now. Because all he does is get hit and plays hard. Gets hit in the face, and he still plays hard. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You have Tyler Hero on this list. You have. I'm taking Darius Garland. I love Darius Garland. I'm a big fan of his. That's a good one. I think he is an up and comer. I think he's going to be better year in and year out. Especially now that you have some talent on that Cleveland team. I think he is the best. If you were to do it, John Morant's the best. If you were to do redraft, as far as pure basketball talent goes. Mm But when you factor in all the other nonsense, yeah. I, he drops off my list, and it's it's Darius Garland. Yeah. So I there just, we go. Yep. I don't think he's going to be in the league very much longer because of all the gun trouble. So, yep, that's the only reason I'm not picking him number one. That is a decade of NBA picks. I would say the only one that they got right and you disagreed was Carl Anthony Towns in 2015. Um, maybe you could make the argument for Anthony Davis in 2012, maybe. Oh, yeah, sure. Definitely. But there we go. That is the who am I taking first decade of basketball. Ronnie, that's all I got for tonight. you have anything else you want to say before we call it a day? No, I think that's all I got. I, I went over enough stuff. Just can't wait for FIBA. Four more days. Today is the 21st, and that starts Friday, so we're excited. I'm excited. It starts Friday early morning yeah Friday Friday at 1240 a.m. I believe is the first game all right Arizona time super early yep all right guys thanks for listening and we will see you next time yep thanks guys 